So today is sometime in June 2021. I think I'm just gonna do that now. I'm not even gonna tell the date because now I'm using this new type of system that tells the date for me so I don't even need to say it. Man, I used to use this more old school kind of audio recorder that it was just, I had to say everything at the beginning. But now it's like, oh, it's all there for me. Anyways, it's June 2021 and I'm in this place where it's like, I, I, I tend to do this when I'm more in a frustrated place. I'm not gonna be there 60 minutes early. That's not fun for me. I want to cut up cut to cantaloupe right now. In order to do that, I need to put this in the fridge. So then I tend to do this when I'm kind of in a tizzied out state. Sometimes I do it when I'm really happy. But in this case, I'm kind of slightly tizzied out and I need like a recharge because I don't really know what because I'm kind of more in this place of like, it's been kind of a rainy day and usually I really like rainy days, except I love rainy days that are like lightning showers. Today wasn't so much of a lightning show. It was more just really cloudy, <laughs> which is okay because there's people that love cloudy days. Like not every day can be a sunny day, sunny blue sky day, because then that would be super depressing for those people that are looking forward to the overcast days, right? So it's like, I have to honor that. I have to honor that I'm not like the sole person that lives on planet earth. And, uh, and like, if it were my way, it would be like, sunny kind of days every day so we could just go up in a hot air balloon like any day and you know or like you know if it's raining it's only a lightning shower rain right like it was just only recently before in the last couple years here that I like clued in to the whole reason for winter not the whole reason but one person's explanation for winter from a agricultural perspective you know, their, their idea was like, hey, winters are really helpful because I guess like when there's a good big snow, all of that moisture from the snow like really absorbs into the earth to the point where it actually even affects the soil, um, the soil's ability to then be in some kind of a good state for these plants to grow, right? It all came from like a historical fiction kind of book, right? But even then, it got me thinking, right? It got me thinking like, oh, well, maybe that is a good thing, right? Like, because this character's idea about winter was super legit, right? It was like super grateful, super appreciative, and super just like, you know, it gave me some perspective. Another person that I look up to, their perspective on winter, you know, every so often I teach yoga, and then we have these like namaste chats after, just kind of like, debriefing our experience and one experience I had when I was talking with someone was really nice and it was just this whole idea like hey winter is a perfect time in, in the four seasons right there's summer there's fall there's spring and then winter is super effective um, at being super useful because for example because it gets so cold especially where I live it kind of turns into this natural sterilizing um, function for like the earth around. So then it like sterilizes anything, everything and kills everything so deeply to that frozen state that then it, it gives an opportunity for new growth and new opportunities um, in a really fresh kind of way, right? Like, and it's hard to explain it very legitimately in words. Cause like, I know I say that and it sounds a lot of woo woo and a lot of floof floof, but I'm serious. It makes a lot of sense in, and it resonates with me so well. And so that's what I love about those perspectives. 
and how like it can't just be a sunny day every day because there's some people that like that there's some people there's some organisms that depend on the sterilization there's some people living things whatever that depend on winter be be like like the blizzards and the like you know, even I'm sure like floods and wildfires and all of this kind of jazz, right? There's different aspects to our ecosystem and everything that depend on all of those other kind of days. You know, there's zig days and zag days, right? And maybe it's like, you know, it's helpful to have these days when not everything is catered out to me, right? And I, and I legit feel that way, right? Like there's like there was a certain rhythm I was in, for example, when I was doing this course for like nine months. And literally, I'd like sleep three hours a day, and I would just be finishing this course. And basically, you know, at the end of it, I was like a little bit ragged just because I had spent like nine months really focused on this one goal, kind of having the same schedule every day, like wake up really early, do my study stuff, do my life stuff, go to the park, do dinner, and and then I go study some more while my husband did bedtimes and I did that for like a good chunk of time you know like six ish five ish years ago right and it was such a rhythm and it was okay like it was good and you know like I was glad when it came to an end too right like it was it was good to have different rhythms at different times in my life and in other seasons it was really helpful to have my own flow to just like get that time to introspect and get that time to just feel like I have permission to to discover for myself what a good flow looks like, right? And and take my personal ownership of that. This last year during pandemic planet kind of a life, it's been kind of fascinating to see how myself and every single person on this earth has decided to figure out how they flow with their lives, regardless of if they're in a in a, an environment that's super supportive to their goals or an environment that are not supportive to their goals. And how they've been able to figure that out and overcome it or not, or, you know, just like, it's been so lovely to just see the power of the human spirit to be able to push through these kinds of challenges and, you know, and just like somehow come out on the other end as a person that like survived it, right? Like whether a person got sick with, different illnesses or not, right? Like, it, like everybody was affected um, in one shape or form or another, right? So that's been really fascinating to consider that. Um, I think a part of my tizzy out kind of started, it's a funny story because like it just feels so funny to talk about it this way. It started a little bit because I was searching up something about, I don't remember exactly what, oh, I was searching just like finding schedule stuff for today. So I was searching that, and then along the way, I found out that one person had been sharing a little bit of their news about being really excited about taking a course thing. So I go and follow this person to find out more about who's offering the course. And it's all good. Like, it's all gravy stuff, right? But for some reason, along the while, I decided, oh, I'm going to go and, like, I'm going to write them an email just to find out more. And I'm going to, like, leave a little mini signature thing of, like, who I am, what I'm doing kind of thing with my life. And as I was doing that, I was like, oh yeah, like what would I write? Like, it's like, my name is this. And then would I write like, this is what I do as like, cause I teach a certain form of exercise or meditation kind of stuff. Or like, what would I say? And then I was like, wait a minute. Well, let's go to this 
let's look up what comes to mind on Google, for example, when I type in such and such words. And then on Google, it, it was like so neat because like it had a couple posts from somebody else. And then my thing showed up almost right away. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it was so funny to me. Because like, if I was like any like top notch kind of like money making business type person, I'd probably be like, oh, that's so awesome that on Google, when you search up this and this, my name shows up as like the second post or whatever. They'd be so over the moon and be like, oh sweet, like we're at the top of the list on Google. But like, <laughs> I was like, I saw this notion and I was like, what? Like, I was kind of like, now I understand why people have pseudo names, right? Like, now I understand why, you know, like when, when someone's writing something or whatever, they, they totally create their pen name and they go by their pen name all the time. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should consider this pen name thing, right? And so I'm just like, this would be a great thing. Because one, I'm actually such a super open person, right? Like mostly. I'm open in the aspect that like I'm good at expressing myself when I don't feel like I'm like live. At, like, no, I'm good at doing it live too, but like when I don't feel like the pressure's on, right? And for some reason, when I feel like I have a pen name, or the idea of it anyways, I feel like, oh, pressure's off, right? I can just exist and, and express things as this like anonymous person, and it doesn't have to feel like it will, it will hinder anybody else's identity because they're related to me or whatever, you know, like, and it doesn't have to turn into any level of embarrassment for anybody because I'm kind of an embarrassing kind of person. Like, I'm sure anybody that's ever known me in their life will have said that this person has embarrassed me before, right? Like, that, that's probably, if, if I was going to be reliable about anything, I have probably embarrassed every single person that I've ever met at some point because I'm just a little bit like that. I don't pay attention to all the details. Like, and I'm just like, and it's not like I'm trying to hurt people's feelings. Like, like pretty well, I'm quite innocent about, like I'm not going about my way, oh, like my life mission is to embarrass every single person I know. Like, that's not my jam. But for some reason, I feel like it has become that for some people because like, like one, I just live, right? Like I just do life. Like there was this one quote that said something like, you, if you are not offending somebody at some point or you're not making someone question or, or if somebody doesn't have a rebuttal or a contrary opinion or a contrary standpoint, like opposite to yours, then you're really not living your life, right? Like when they said it like that, it really struck me. I think it was like 15 at the time. I was just kind of looking at quotes or something. I was looking for something to do, so I was looking at quotes. And I found the quote, I was like, oh, like it actually really struck me because it, it made me think because like there was some, some opportunities I had when I was younger and, and everybody was always up in arms about it. You know, like I had this one English class and the teacher would throw around a volleyball and he'd be like, hey, whoever has an opinion about something, I'll throw you the volleyball and you share your opinion. And everybody would be all up in arms about different things. And I would just be this listening goat, just being like, uh, okay, you care about that, okay? Like, just taking it all in, right? And then, like, you know, and then I would listen to really heated conversations over the dinner table with, like, different friends and families and people and, and just get really, like, interested how anybody could feel so, so much energy about different topics. And then... 
you know, I don't think it was until I was like, I don't know, like 15 years later after hearing that quote until I finally came into my own voice of feeling like, oh, no, I actually do. I actually do have some thoughts. I actually would stand up for it. And I actually do believe that it is quite audacious to think the things that I do because I don't think I've ever heard anybody stand up and say that's what they think about this, right? So... <coughs> Those are some of my feelings about that. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm going with that. It's like, I just feel super glad that I can just be doing my life. Um, and I feel like I kind of have to always have this like apologetic, like precursor to anybody I know be like, I am so sorry that you get to know me because I kind of have a curse of embarrassing people that I, that know me because I'm like, I'm a big life liver kind of person. And a part of me living my life means like I talk about everything around me. I talk about my life. I talk about the things I see. I talk about the things I observe. Like I don't, I don't know if this is like a writer's thing. If like there's writers in the world that like maybe they lost like a ton of friends growing up or whatever because they were literally like a reporter of like everybody they knew and whatever. And like, you know, like there's just like a different, I don't know, like there's a different different way of thinking of people that are like writerly kind of ways of thinking. Hi. You want help? You want lines on the orange. You don't want melons anymore or you still want melons? You want melons later? I can help you after. You just want lines right now? Yeah. So when I was growing up, I always rushed out the door. But before I rushed out the door, my mom would put lines on an orange and stick it in my backpack. So then I would have this backpack full of like oranges with lines on them because it was so efficient for me to, for her to know that I had some fruit in the day and for me to feel like I could have fruit. Cause like every day at night she would like cut me a little orange or cut me a little apple and she'd like peel it for me and like cut it into nice little shapes. And like, I always thought it was so sweet because I literally loved oranges and I loved apples. And every time she'd have an orange ready for me, like as I was running out the door, I just thought like, that is so nice. You know, I don't think I ever really appreciated her deeply for that. I was just always like rushing from one thing to the next to the next. And I really didn't take the time to be super appreciative. And I just hope that that time will come soon enough. You know, like sometimes I feel like like my life is absorbed in my current life right now because there's so many like urgent, seemingly urgent needs. And so I'm constantly like on the go with those things. And then by the time it's like, oh, like those things are done, then I'm ready to like drop dead at the end of the day. So I like really, it's not like I'm trying to create excuses and be like, oh, well, I don't have time, da, 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 right? Like, no, it's worth making time for. It's like, it's just, I have a thing where I am very unskilled with a lot of things like for example time and punctuality and scheduling and those kinds of things and so like I'm learning that that's another good reason for me to get good at those things take the time to get good at it because I am seriously just like I, I there's things that I want to do I want to connect more with the people that I care about um, I want to be able to say more thank yous like I want to be able to be this person that 
And it's like not just living my life and talking about my life, but like actually being this person that just like takes time to slow down. That's been one of the mantras of this week of like the study, the study of the week. It's like studying this amazing person that has that basically had this like amazing knack for being able to like slow down and almost like look in between the lines and into the, like the crevices of people's hearts, especially little people like children, and notice them. Like he would be like, oh, are you okay? You know, like, and he would just like take time to notice people and take time to just like acknowledge, be like, you must be having a hard time, you know? Or like take time to play with them and take that time, right? Like, and so that's like something that I'm really wanting to just like allow to be etched in my heart is this idea of taking the time. I know what's happening. It's still happening. There's still time. I'm just talking about time right now because I have time to talk about time. Mom! I, it's 30, it's 29 minutes. Yeah. Look, today's job is floors. I could be saying the same thing to you. Ian, look at the floor. There's 29 minutes. Look at the floor. It's a floor day. Stop it, Mom. Why? You're telling me about time. Why can't I tell you about floors? Stop it. Hey, swim club soon. Kate. I know, and it's floor time now. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Okay. Like I'm doing the dishes thing because like for some reason it's like I go into a room and somebody asks me like cut up a melon and I'm like uh but I just got in the room and now I see there's like 20 other things I need to do before I can even get to the melon because like ethically I just can't cut a melon in a space that I know is probably not sanitary right like it's just like I don't want to cut open this melon and feel like I'm gonna get a disease the next second that I like like I just need to like clean up the space so I feel like I can feel like I'm in this place of like peace and then I can enjoy cutting up the melon and making it happen. So I'm grateful to be getting some progress with that. It's been like a few minutes here that I've been able to talk and I'm just like speech and I'm so grateful for that. Like, I'm making great progress. Like, I already got, like, three surfaces cleaned and, like, almost all the dishes. I'll be able to cut up the melon in no time. And then I'll be able to, like, make some rice and put on some curry and put on some borscht. And, like, it's going to be fantastic. It just is. So I'm super glad about that.